0: Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Service Without Excuses podcast. Uh, glad to be with you here today, sponsored by Sotelus, That's Sotellus.com. That's S O T E L L U S dot com forward slash Rob Lyon, R O B L Y O N. Check out their uh, incredible review management software program. It has been a game changer for our business at New Jersey's best. And I think it could definitely be a game changer for you if you utilize it correctly. So uh, check, check them out again. So tell us.com forward slash Rob Lyon, R-O-B-L-Y-O-N. They're as usual in our show notes. Um, big thing I want to talk about today. I just actually talked to a colleague of mine um, about this. And um, he had said one of his guys that had actually worked with him, you know, good guy. He said, you know, very nice guy. But. He said he is a natural-born leader. I can't believe it. I found a natural-born leader to be in my group and part of my company. And I I had to take a step back for a second there, and I went natural-born leader. Natural-born goes together and leader goes together, but natural-born leader, not so much. Um, The reason for it, I I, honestly, uh, natural-born leaders are just – it's just – it's – hyperbole it's 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 bullshit there's no other way to really say it you can have leadership skills you can have the ability to actually lead and and be motivated and have that leadership uh, premise when it comes to dealing with your colleagues or your your company and, and that's it but there's only one way you really develop leadership it's not by reading a book and although it's nice because you get some good hints on how you can improve yourself it's not about taking a class in a course although again Just like the past you can learn a bunch of um things from it you can learn how to grow um yourself personally it's from experience there's only one way a true leader becomes a leader and that's from experience leading and you will make mistakes and you will fall short and you will have um you know, you'll know, find a, a, a real disconnect when it comes to the level of where you're, you're friends with your colleagues and you're managing your colleagues. So let's say you're a general manager for a company is a good example of it. And you want all the techs and all the staff to love you. And you want a happy, harmonious uh, place. And, and that's awesome. And you can definitely strive for that. You can definitely think that that something that's extremely possible. Here's the, here's the point. You just fall into it. It's not normal to do that. I used to tell my guys and I've said it many many times in the podcast um, I appreciate your effort we appreciate your effort you know the people that run the company we all appreciate your effort but people don't pay us for effort they pay us for a result and it really falls close to what we're talking about right here leadership doesn't stop because Today you're having a bad day. Today you don't feel like uh, dealing with uh, employee complaints or employee issues, or, or um, you know they don't like this, they don't like what the boss says, and and uh, things like that. And that's not real leadership, unfortunately. Leadership is built up over many many layers. Okay, so you can get leadership training. I know Violin Management does a great leadership training program. I know a bunch of people do great leadership training. One of my guests and good friends, uh, Clark Brown, is a a tremendous leader. and I think he will agree with me on this. Um, Leaders are just not something that are born and are are necessarily schooled, although those things definitely help. Um, Just like when you first started your trade or whatever you're doing, you had to start somewhere and learn your trade and learn your gifts and learn what you have to do in order to to grow, But you took time to do that. You didn't, you know, if you're in the plumbing industry, you didn't become a master plumber in in, in three months. It's not possible. You didn't become uh, a restoration professional in three months. It's just not possible. You can get a lot of good tips and things, but you still haven't experienced enough to learn it. Now, I love it when some of the marketing minds say experience doesn't matter. You can read and learn, train. Listen, if everybody picks up everything they read in a book and they apply it instantly, they might have something. It's just not the world we live in. You have to learn through your mistakes. And the same marketers, the same professionals, the same people that tell you, gurus, so to speak, that tell you, um, you know, you got to trial and error and you got to fail before you succeed you know, are the same ones that are saying, well, you, I could teach you a leadership training course and and you're going to be fine. And that's not true. Again, there are fundamentals there that can help you grow, but they sure as hell are not going to help you be a better leader. Leader comes from an experience. Okay. So when I explain something to somebody or somebody explains something to me, I have the natural reaction to explain something relative to what they just told me back to them as it related to my personal experience. That gives you the ability to pull from somewhere to get an idea and to be able to develop and grow that idea and to pass information back and forth. That comes from experience. You're not, I'm not going to have those stories. I'm not going to have those experiences without actually experiencing this. Um, and the same thing goes with leadership. Again, leaders can be molded, can be mentored, but either you have it or you don't it's like a salesperson. You can train a person to sell, but either they have it or don't. You can give them the best sales training in the world. And if they're not willing to go out there and, and, talk to people and and speak with people and speak at conferences and speak on podcasts like this or whatever that happens to be, they're not going to be that effective at at doing that. Um, There's a specific reason. I don't really do other podcasts as a guest at this point in time. That may change over a period of time. I try to have the guests come to me because I feel that way I can get the most out of um, people I'm interviewing or people that are talking here. Um, When I'm doing it with somebody else, it's not always going to be the same Per se. So as of right now, I've been very comfortable just running my own podcast, and not necessarily being a guest. When my book comes out, that'll be a different story and and things of that nature. Um, but I'm not trying to sell anything to anybody, so it, it doesn't really behoove me at this point to go out there. Um, that's a leadership move. That's saying I don't need to do that. I can make a conscious decision what's best for me, what's best for my current clients, what's best for my family. You have the ability to make that call and say this is what's going to happen. Um, leaders take and lead by example, okay? doesn't mean the leader has to do the job for somebody else. I think the leader has to be willing to be able to do the job with somebody else. So if you're working in a service company, you know, there are big companies out there, or huge companies out there, but generally most people I, I talk to are usually four or five trucks. That means the owner of the company is probably still very active in the business, similar to mine. And uh, as you can see, I got my work clothes on today and I'm actually between things right now. Um, but you can you, these are things that you can you can make decisions on um, for your company and and be in the trenches with your people and and work with your people and be willing to lead by the example you're talking about. There is the old saying, don't do as I do, don't do as I or do as I say, don't do as I do. That's just such bullshit, all right? If you're expecting people to buy into what you have, they need to be able to live it, okay? And if you're not there as the owner of the company, You need, and you have a general manager running your business, they need to be able to cover it and lead by example. Um, The owner can't be telling the technicians and and whatever one thing, and the general manager is saying something completely different. Um, It needs to come from one person in particular, structure in a business. I treat it very military like as you have a general and then you have uh, colonels and you have, you know, whatever the structure going down. You're not going to hear from the general directly to the troops. Unless it's a major mission and they are there to talk to a whole bunch of them, it's not going to work that way. And I think business is no different than that. It shouldn't have to come from the top. It should come from the leadership, the general management leadership by controlling that and and mentoring and growing people. You have to be respected. You don't have to be liked. This is something a lot of people have a problem with when it comes to true leadership they go, Oh, I gotta I gotta lead or quote unquote lead these people. And if they all hate me, it's gonna make my job tougher. No, it, it it is gonna make your job tougher because then you are seen as sort of a pushover and you're seen as uh as weak um in essence to it. Now they may not tell you that, but you're being perceived that way. I promise you that. A true leader is respected, not feared. I don't agree with that one. Um, uh, and but not liked either. You don't need to be liked. You're there to Get a job done. You're there to lead by example. You're lead to have your troops or your staff or your technicians um, be in the field, and you holding them accountable for making that happen. The general manager is held accountable by the ownership or the senior management, depending on the size of the company. There, but I would say you know you have to be able to lead on your own without any precedents coming in from authority above you. So, me as a general manager. When I ran a Stanley Steamer many, many, many moons ago, the deal I had with the person I was working for is as long as I don't screw it up and make a mess of it, I want to run it my way. It doesn't mean I'm not going to respect the principles and, and things that this particular person had put in place, but let me run it my way. If you're going to micromanage me, this isn't going to work. And... For the most part, that did happen. I mean, there were times where it didn't, and that's why I decided to move on with my career and go on my own. Um, but realistically, I wanted the ability to lead. Now, when I started doing that, I was probably a pretty crappy manager. I mean, I, I probably called my boss more times than I should have um, just to go and run things by and, experience, and just think, oh, I got to run all this stuff by him because he's the owner of the company. No, you have to be able to make decisions. I mean, you're not going to make financial decisions with major investments. You're not going to be able to do that, but you're going to be able to run the day-to-day operations of the company where the owner is not involved in making the day-to-day operation uh, decisions. That's why you're put there in the first place. So I guess my whole point of this podcast and recording is natural-born leaders don't exist. People have leadership capabilities and leadership influences, but there's no such thing as a natural-born leader. Leaders are molded over time and take experience and drive from experience that they pull from their gut and their brain and their, their, their memory um, in order to make a great leadership training. You're not there to be liked. You're there to be respected. And that's your job. If you feel that's not something you can do, leadership is still not for you. True leadership. You still have to work on this and still have to be able to do it. But take and run the ship. So I talked about this also with a friend of mine in You know, ships and and submarines and things like that. People that run those things, uh, they have what's called the con. And the con, if you're a military person, understands you're the person running the ship or the submarine, like I just said. And you are given this. But if any time your superiors or even your subordinates underneath you feel you're not doing the job to your best ability... And there's enough people involved to make that decision you can have that con removed from you that doesn't mean you get thrown off the ship into the water or you get thrown out in the submarine to swim to the top if you can it has nothing to do with it. you're still going to be there you're still going to be if you're on a ship a senior enlisted member or, or officer whatever that happens to be but you're not going to be able to run the ship you're still going to be on the ship and you're still going to have all your things but you cannot be the person running the ship if you don't have the confidence of your crew so think about this true leadership doesn't mean your crew likes everything you do, but they have to respect your role in the situation. you got to respect that you're the person that is captain of the ship. You're the This is your role. And if they don't respect that and you're too worried about hurting their feelings, um, then you probably shouldn't be running the ship in the first place. And the con should be transferred to somebody that can. So take this as simple, easy leadership things about natural born leaders. I could go on to leadership and leadership training for hours and hours and hours and we'd be here and you'd be falling asleep and you should be falling asleep if I continue to talk about that afterwards. But natural born leadership is total bullshit. doesn't exist. Leadership comes from experience, mentoring, training, and time. Okay. These are all the things that are going to make you a good leader and it takes time. I'm near 50 years old. I've had grooming at the age of 22. All right. At 22, and I've not—I really haven't become a great, effective leader until I was really in my 40s. Effective and, and a really good leader, not till probably about three, four years ago. And being able to say, "Nope, this is what it, how it has to happen." There can't be this. Uh, I'm worried about everybody's feelings and emotions. You certainly want to work with people. That's part of being a manager. That's why you're managing because you're managing the people and the staff and their reactions and their emotions and their efficiencies. But you still have to be a respected person in your company. So, thank you so much for reaching and listening to us, I should say, on the Service Without Excuses podcast. Uh, again, sponsored by Sotellus, so Sotellus.com, S O T E L L U S dot com, forward slash Rob Lyon, R O B L Y O N, and also New Jersey's Best, NewJersey'sBest.com. Best dot com. Um, you can check out uh, carpet and tile cleaning services that we do offer here in the state of New Jersey. And um, feel free to uh, like and subscribe to our post and also subscribe to our email, robmlion.com. And you'll get a bunch of uh, ebooks and content that we have out there once you've signed up. All right. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. And you guys have an awesome day. Talk to you soon. Bye.